This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. Well, what do you know? You got to listen all day long for the big CY to win tickets to the ESPYs, and here he is. Here Clinton we are. Yates joining us from Seattle, side of the Major League Baseball All-Star Game, which will be tomorrow night. Of course, we had the draft yesterday, or at least the first part of the draft, home run derby tonight. How's the Emerald City, Yates? Things are going great, gentlemen. I want to remind everybody, and obviously longtime Dodger fans, there's a moment in history that many people have forgotten about that happened here when they had the All-Star Game last. For those of you listening, if you're at your office, go to YouTube and look up Tommy Lasorda takes a spill as third base coach. <laughs> that happened here 20 years ago when Vladdy Sr. sent a bat flying out towards the third base box and the great number two took a spill head over heels. And then when he got up, the crowd gave him a standing ovation. and He took his hat off and took a bow. It was a pretty funny moment. I believe it's, it's going well. It, correct me if I'm wrong. That was the same. That was Cal Ripken's final all-star game. Yes. I'm fairly certain that was true, true. So that yes. was a great moment that uh, Dodger fans definitely remember for the, the and, late great. And it was Chanho Park who served up the home run mm. to Cal Ripken Jr. in said oh, game. Wow. And there is still a debate on whether or not he threw him a cookie on purpose. I tend you to... know what? I have no problem with him grooving him one in that scenario. I is remember Brett like Favre taking the sack? Of, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. That's, Why not? Why that's not? exactly what it was, Slee. So how are things up there? Did you get to uh, Did you get to see Futures? What have you been up to while you've been up there? Yeah, I went to the HBCU Swingman Classic on Friday night, which nice. was the all-star game between um, different black conference schools. That was fantastic. The brainchild of Ken Griffey Jr., obviously. Mm-hmm. And it was just one of those moments where – of all the things that we have during All-Star Weekend, there was a special energy to that one. It was something new. Family showed up. A lot of different people were there just kind of enjoying the vibe. That was fun. The Futures game was the next day, obviously a good time. But the most important game, the celebrity softball game, was absolutely fantastic. Let me tell you something that I did not know before that day. Zach Levine, as an NBA player for Slee, has a swing and a half on him. Really? He robbed the ball going over the fence in center field and yanked one out from the left side, Travis. I was stunned Athlete. at how good his swing looked. That dude can play. He clearly has taken some cuts at a different level before in his life. Um, Yates, where do you stand on the home run derby contest? Are you, hey, I got to be there. You look forward to it. It almost reminds me if this, there's an equivalent. It's the slam dunk contest in the NBA. The only difference is all the big hitters actually are a part of the home run derby. Um, you're looking forward to it tonight, and who do you like tonight? I am looking forward to it tonight. I think it's one of those things where they finally figured out the format. Travis knows this. They've gone through a bunch of different iterations of what it was, what it could be, money balls, time pits, pitches, and all this kind of stuff. Where it is now is about as good as I've seen it in terms of the modern version of it. And so you got eight guys that get in there. I think it works out. It's sort of a bracket situation as opposed to just the counted numbers. I enjoy it. The best one I had ever been to was, in fact, in Cleveland, of all places, when Pete Alonso first won it. Um, against Vladdy Jr. And they were, I mean, they were rocketing balls out of the yard all night long. So here, 
not Safeco, used to be Safeco, now T-Mobile. I think it's a nice environment. You know, look, the Pacific Northwest in general is a lovely place this time of year, and so it's another one of those things, Lee, where just being there and seeing everybody participate is fun. Mookie's the obviously Julio action, it. too. Yeah, Mookie's obviously in it, but I, my pick here, this is kind of a weird one, I think Adley Rushman from the Orioles is going to win this thing. He's got power to all fields, and I, for whatever reason, think that this dude is going to be – he's a young kid. He's the youngest player in the field. I think he's just – I don't know why. I just do. But Mookie's, Mookie's you know, he's here, he's here as well, and I think he's going to show out. Well, what, what I really like about it, Yates, is that – and I'll, I'll mention this. They've got star power yeah. in home yeah. run derby. Mm-hmm. They've got Guerrero. They've got Betts. You've got Rutschman. Like you're Julio Rodriguez. Julio Rodriguez mm-hmm. is there. They've got yeah. some real guys there. It would be the equivalent if you had, you know, the NBA slam dunk contest winner was a guy from the G League for goodness sakes. It's like they, they just they <laughs> yeah. have a, a level of slam dunk contestant that is not all star caliber. These are some of the best best players in all of baseball are participating in this. It it just makes it so much a better event that it's. It's not some random guy that's in like for instance if it were james outman i mean as a dodger fan sure but it's like if you're a yeah, white Sox fan not. who cares, but cares Mookie, yeah. everybody cares and i want to give some credit to the guys for that too because they don't have to say yes you know what i mean a lot of people have very famously not done this on the nba side as well as the mlb side so j-rod is going to be extremely popular in this event no doubt about it mookie is obviously as well the idea of having stars is clutch for exactly what we said before yeah, you might not hit a ton, a ton of home runs, but people get to see you. People get to mm. look at your face when you're on the field doing something other than what you normally do, which is a lot of what All-Star Weekend is about. It isn't just the baseball. The game is one thing. The home run derby is another. But the general vibe of being around the players and seeing them as sort of not normal people, but players on the field who aren't just at the highest level of competition that's what's cool for the kids that come out for the parents who bring their kids i was at play ball park yesterday with the whole fan fest installation that is just dazzling on a lot of levels it was huge they put that thing inside the football stadium by the way slee so if you've never stood on the field for a seahawks game well apparently i've done that now so very interesting situation in terms of the layout really fun time overall though i'm glad i'm here have you gone to uh, Pike Market yet? Because can can you not see Yates grabbing one of the huge catch the salmon? Yep, yeah. And say, hey, throw me a couple of those, and and I I see all, actually two coming at once. He's pop pop, basically catching two NFL footballs. Have you gone yet? This is on deck for tomorrow morning. Yes. Literally, I have an appointment. I will be going to do this and making a whole scene of it. But awesome. It's been a fun time down here in Seattle. I happen to have a couple friends up here earlier today. Trav, you'll love this. I was out at Husky Park where mm. the University of Washington plays for the Commissioner's Cup, which is the sort of developmental league uh, tournament that the MLB puts on. Nice little yard out there on the lake. So, yeah, it's just been a lot of baseball for me this weekend. So when you, you're up there, you're going staying through the All-Star game and all that, we have our All-Star Friday night coming up, West Covina on Friday. Are you going to claim that you had jet lag, fatigue? Like, what's your excuse for the All-Star game going to be? There's no excuse for the All-Star game. There's none. I'm working hard out here. You I'm know how use it jet is. Lag. I'm not like base. I don't do write one story and then take three days off or go to one event and next thing you know, I can't show up for the show the next day. That's not how your boy operates. You know what I'm saying? No, but it should be a good time. It's been a lot of running around. You know who's actually here as well. Morales, I hope you're listening. The Consigliere Julian is here as well. Oh, oh, I saw. We've gotten to hang out out a little bit, and uh, that's that's been a great time. Biggest surprise of the first half of the Major League season is? 
the Baltimore Orioles. This is part of the reason why I picked Adley. This is a team that is doing things the right way in terms of actually playing their draft picks on their big league team. That is something that between service time manipulation and all sorts of other politics, teams just don't seem to be able to find a way to do. And the O's have done it. They picked a bunch of dudes in the last five years that are all on the team now playing in Baltimore, and that team has the record to show up for it. And I think that, you know, for an old-school kind of baseball town in the classic sense, it's good for them and it's good for the league overall. As long as you didn't say Padres, I was like, all right, that's good. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Well, they, I mean, listen, standard-issue disappointment going down from San Diego. Oh, yeah. By, all right, the, so, way. by uh, the way, though. Yeah. Go on. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to ask you how I should feel about a certain thing that happened to me this morning here at work. So It's very personal, by the way. I just want you, you to know that. You know where we all park, right? So yeah. Emily and I arrive for work at roughly the same time. Never seen anything like she's it. She's a little bit ahead of me to the tune of maybe 15 or 20 yards. About a 10-second head start on me, right? Yeah. You she, could hit her with a baseball with a throw, yeah. I, 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 I could hit her with a bowling ball with a throw. I was that close, okay? <laughs> so Okay. She turns around. She gets in the elevator. She turns around. Mm. We make eye contact. She oh. waves at me, says, hey, and the door's closed, and she, she goes up without me. Like, she would <laughs> she would have had to wait about an additional 10 seconds, and she just left me dumbstruck standing there in the garage. Okay, let me say this very clearly. I want you to hear me. I am 100% pro-Emily in this situation. Wow. It's the morning. It's her routine. She's getting it going. It's like... You don't, you know, if you're coming out of the bullpen, Trav, and you've got your thing that you do before you get to the mound, uh-huh. you don't want anybody interrupting that. You don't need to high-five the shortstop on the way in. You're going <laughs> to your place to do your job. I'm 100% in Emily's camp Thank here. Thank you, Sorry, buddy. At least it was on my side. the next one. Emily, yeah. did you, when you got up the elevator, did you, like, fast walk, hurry to go to the next elevator so then there was not the – because you could have had the same thing happen within 20 seconds. <laughs> well, that, that was her excuse is that she didn't want to have to take two elevator rides with me. She knew if we'd gone up with one, then we were going to have to do two, and she One's made enough. it very clear. <laughs> One's like, enough. Yeah, and it's, it's not like she needs a game face to ride the elevator. In your in your analogy, you don't have to have the game face. She's right got a there. show to prep for. There you go. There you go. That's right. I, I, her her process is her process. Listen, boys, I got to run. I got to get to the yard. But yeah. first, yes. right now, I want to give away a pair of tickets to the 2023 ESPY Awards. They're on Wednesday night. You get show tickets. You get to go to the red carpet with me and the after party. Of course, that's thanks to Simply Spiked. Simply Spiked Lemonade. And now, Peach Summer is officially getting juicy, y'all. Call or ten right now. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. You can win. It's good to talk to you, boys. You got it, Clint. We'll talk to you soon, bud. Excellent. You got it. Where's he going? Uh, he's going to I know, go catch a fish. He's going to go watch Home Run Derby. He's going to go do this. Have you been to an All-Star game? I uh, went, to, went to the Home Run Derby in San Diego. Okay. Okay. But I don't think I went to the game. I think I just went to the Home I'm Run Derby. I'm a sucker for and it. And I was Western Metal Supply Building, so oh, all cool. of them were being hit there. Yeah. I didn't catch any of them. Yeah, no, they're, they're hard to get one. It is a, if you're a baseball fan, yeah. it's a great event. I mm-hmm. get that it's not super competitive. It's not supposed to be, but or at least it's not supposed to be anymore. It used to be wildly competitive. But if you love baseball, you get to see all these awesome. guys. And, and you, you do. You get the thing about last year. You got Kershaw against Otani. Right, you get those really cool matchups where the best pitcher from one league facing the other guy. You don't, and you get them inning after inning after inning. It should be great. All right, the Lakers. Um, Rob Palinka said something interesting that I think I agree with, but maybe not as much as he does. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN.
And as you can see, we're fired up for the Major League Baseball season around here. And luckily for you, our friends at Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, have great deals on great seats with a huge selection of tickets to this year's hottest matchups. Experience every crack of the bat, every diving catch, and every heart-pounding play of your favorite team live and in person. Just visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, we'll get to more on the softball game here in just a little bit. But very quickly, let's talk to our winner. Let's go to Long Beach and Harvey. Harvey, congratulations on winning a pair of tickets to the ESPYs. So glad um, we're going, buddy. Yeah, who are you taking with you, Harvey? Thank you. I haven't figured that out yet. I got to check my son, though, see what, if he wants to go. All right, if he can't uh, go, okay. I'm available. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> so Harvey wins. I got uh, my boys. Excuse me, Harvey, too, Harvey wins two tickets to the ESPYs. He gets tickets to the red carpet and tickets to the after awesome. party as well. So your son is the first call. Let's just say he has a prior commitment. Who's who's on deck? One of my golfing buddies, Art. Perfect. Give him a call. Excellent. I'm like 11th on that list. Yeah, you're, if you're, I'm, you're, I'm even. I'm he's just definitely not in the top 10. Flipping through the phone book and hope you're that he lands on you. It, you're moving up, Slate. Thank you, man. Thank you. Congratulations, Harvey. Have a great time. Talk about the Lakers. There you go. <laughs> well, well, we better do what he says. He's a contest winner. He wants to talk about okay, the Lakers. I will say this. I haven't been in a while. Espies is awesome. And the, the, the red carpet, the after party. You know how we were talking when the show started about just uh, how much damage we could do with food? Mm -hmm. This is a good setup for you. Imagine there's like four different food setups. And they're all the same food, but there's four different ones. Four locations. And the lighting is down. Ooh, clandestine. So now you go to one line. <laughs> in the shadows. <laughs> you go to one line. You just have one of the carpets around outside the the curtains right right just on the other little side private little alcove that huh? i could have along the way yeah it was uh so the espies i've never i've done the red carpet me yeah. and mason and lz did it one year I've, I've never been to the espies in my entire life i've never actually been to the event itself where they hand out all the awards it looks great on tv is is it fun is it a good time yeah it's great it really is it's yeah. awesome it's a little long but i think all award shows are going to be long the biggest thing is going to be who's hosting want to say the year I went, I think Peyton hosted. Oh, Peyton Manning. Yeah, fun. that was like, yeah, you yeah. can't get any better than and that. And this year, because of the writer's strike, there's not going to be like a big monologue that there normally is. But they're still going to have people do, you know, like their little uh, like buddy stuff in between. Not that uh, there are people that have been athletes that have gone to become actors and successful ones, right? But as far as just an athlete who shows up in things occasionally, who's amazing, I don't know if anybody's better than Peyton. 
Peyton's funny. He's willing to be the butt of the joke. He's got great timing. Everything that Peyton does, Saturday Night Live, the ESPYs, all those things, he's a really funny guy. Yeah, I want to say, who he got here? Corn Is it Steph? Might be Steph this year. Is it? Maybe. I don't know. I, I'm not 100 percent sure. I'm trying to look it up right now. I've seen John Cena do it. I've seen like they've had some. They've had some. LeBron Big time people do it. One year, That's right. He? LeBron, I think, did yeah. it as well. Yeah. They might not have anybody hosting it because of the, the lack of uh, monologue. Uh, so it might just be like, you know, individual presenters. So that's probably why Travis it's hard to do. As long as the Eskies uh, gift bag is a part of it, I'll, I'll present every award if you want me to do it. Those things I've heard are pretty pretty flush. Yeah, they're good pretty shape. good along the way. Friday is finally the day. Are you on Team Mace? Are you a Team Slee guy? Do not miss the Battle of the Summer at the West Covina Sportsplex. All-Star Friday night is coming up this Friday. Don't miss the 710 Party of the Summer made possible by our friends at Islands. Islands, your local paradise. Always cold beer just give, Islands. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cold no, beer no, you've, Islands. You've said that all the time. It's, you've said that all the time. Take that mug out of the freezer. The taps are just ice cold. So good. Get out of here. Love it. Brian's looking at you. Brian, like, you you know what I'm talking about, yeah, don't Brian you? Is, oh yeah, he's all in. Yeah, Brian's all in. If um, I'm gonna just remind those, if you didn't come out last year to our softball event, it's such a good time. It is, and we're gonna be broadcasting all day from out there. So come hang out. We'll be out there, and we're not leaving till like what what time did we leave last year? I think we left at 2 a.m. You and I. <laughs> We are still taking some Does balls. Does Travis go deep? Travis goes deep. Yep. I, I did not. That was not me. <laughs> you and I. That, actually, the, for the first time ever, <laughs> that was not you. Thank Travis you, Brian. Is right. Atta boy, Brian. You Good have, job. Keep it up. Emily, actually. You oh, have, Emily. She's trying to be nice. Yeah, she's now. trying to be nice now. now. That, you're gonna need. A, we're gonna need a bunch more of those. You know though, what you should do. Brian. You know what you should do. Uh, by the way, and you should put your feet down even deeper. Don't play those for him. You already. You got Yates already on your side. You should have. You ever see one of those, uh, you walk into somebody's office and they got the foot pedal. The door closes from Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. You should do a foot pedal for your air things. <laughs> oh, I, didn't, I didn't even hit that. I even hit that. <laughs> yeah, I have an entire scissors. It would be like a piano under there. There would be a bunch of different levers and things you do like you a race your car. Your whole knee is shaking. <laughs> exactly right. Uh, this is what Rob Polinka had to say about his team as we are in summer league getting ready before too long to run back another season. Quote, we feel good about the offseason and the treatment that AD and LeBron are getting. Uh, all the reports have been good around both those injuries in terms of the guys being able to move past them. So AD missed some time last year after he, you know, he what he stepped on a foot, right? And it or no, somebody crashed into him. It was uh I get him confused. It was Jokic. It happened so often. Jokic. Yeah, right? it was Jokic back in like mid-December is missed, when it happened. Like 21 games in a 5 row. weeks. Yeah. So missed a long time. LeBron missed a bunch of time right before the end of the season came back. Both of them played throughout the entire postseason. Both of them played pretty darn well, LeBron in particular. Um you buy that, that everything is good with those guys' health? Because for the first time in a really long time, I feel decent about Anthony Davis's health, right, where he played through the playoffs, played well, didn't miss any time. But I am a little skeptical about LeBron. Not that he won't do the work, not that he won't get whether it's surgery or just treatment or whatever, but he's going into his 21st season in the league. He's going to be 39 years old in December. He is missing more time season after season. I know when he plays, he's really, really good. But for the first time coming into a season, I'm really curious about LeBron James's health. All right, so do I believe him? I believe him. I believe that they both got the treatment that they needed. What it does kind of highlight for me right out the gate was like, oh, yeah. And let me tell you about what I mean by oh yeah. Oh yeah as in yeah, AD 
was dealing with some stuff. Braun, I don't know how he was doing what he was doing. I really don't. And what was it? At some point, he said he went to his own foot doctor, which was the him. LeBron James of feet. LeBron James of feet. And the LeBron James of feet decided, I'm going to wait till the offseason, even though two other doctors told him that you probably need season-ending surgery. Yep. What it makes me just kind of immediately think of is, I know you could say this about so many other teams around the NBA. I get it. Hey, if if Giannis isn't completely healthy, that's it. They're done. If Embiid isn't completely healthy, it, they're done. Like, I, there's no hesitation or conversation there. But I think with the Lakers is, can you possibly go into a season where you don't have to work LeBron and Anthony Davis like you've worked them the last couple of years? Is it possible that with Trev, go look at their roster. They got some youngsters that can really take the grind of the 82 games. And I think this year is going to be – it's the only chance they have. If you got to depend on LeBron the way you had to depend on him last year, and then you get to the end of the season, That's it's like gonna it's not going to work. Yeah. So there's a. I think there's some optimism to the guys that they brought back, guys that can play an 82 game grind. But then there's also all this cautiousness of, yeah, everything does kind of depend on these two in particular, their health. Every team has like whether it's Luka, whether it's Jokic or Curry or any of the guys that you meant, sure. If, if any of those guys missed, Done. It's it, over. It, it, Jamal sure. Murray was out for two years. Yeah. The Denver Nuggets, we didn't talk about them for two years. But the difference, I think, is is that those other guys, for the most part, and being early in his career, they don't have a history of being hurt a lot. Right? Like, coming into the season, you're not worried about Steph's health because it's not really a question. Luka's been pretty healthy. Like, these sorts of guys have been available frequently. AD, not so much. LeBron, just because of the amount of miles on his odometer, you just never really quite know. The load management aspect of it, I hate that word. I hate it. I hate mm-hmm. words, I guess. What made them really interesting was they had their group of guys towards the end of the season and through the playoffs, and more or less with the exception of LeBron, who, but once he came back, he played every day. They played every day. I'm not saying you guys got to play 82 games. Obviously, that's a relic from another era. It's not going to happen anymore. But this on, off, on, off, it's really hard to find a rhythm. And I can appreciate we got young guys. Let's, let's, I'm going to use him as an example. Let's have D'Angelo Russell play as often as we can, as many minutes as we can. He's a good player. We'll have him be the guy that kind of gets us through this. And then when we get closer to the go time, maybe a little less of him, a little more of some of these other guys. But how do you find out what team you have if you've got guys in and out of the lineup a lot? I think it's just incredibly challenging. Their best stretch of basketball was when they had all of their guys other than LeBron, and LeBron's so easy to slide back into the lineup anyway, they really didn't miss a beat. I think this is how. I think how you do it is you only had from February 9th last year to the end of the season to try to figure out the team Yeah, because they recycled the team. At least this year, training camp preseason 82 regular season games uh coming off a battle of playing together in the playoffs now you still miss some Dennis Schroeder's gone Lonnie Walker's gone that's okay a little different some some guys are gone but the the core is still there so I I don't disagree with you but I think big picture with the Lakers here's another thing that you can't do don't dig yourself such a hole in the beginning to where you have to play these guys I don't think that's a problem I don't by the way, I, I really don't. They're so much better than they were at the beginning of last season. Being a top four team in the Western Conference is very realistic. Sure. Top four, right? And then the West is still stacked. There's still a lot of good teams. But what you're hoping is not happening this year is are they really still fighting for a play in spot or something like that? I don't think that's going to happen. Wouldn't that be a shock? Year. 
I, I mean, that, that feel that would if they get, let's say, we get to yeah, Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. right, middle of Feb, and they're somewhere between seven and ten or Nine. eleven, it'd be like, yeah, wh- what? That would be a shock. Yeah, that, that unless AD and LeBron miss a ton of time, that would be stunning. Let, let's put it this way: if it's not because of injuries, right. then you have incredibly underperformed and what Rob Palenka's vision is with some of these guys just is not coming to fruition no they're, they're going to be a lot better they're going to be a lot more fun to watch that, that was the other part about this team once they got everything together once LeBron was back once AD was playing really they were a good watch it the the, the, the basketball early last season was no bueno it was just not only were they losing a lot. Yeah, it was a hard watch, man. There was nothing enjoyable about that. Yeah, I didn't start watching until like February. <laughs> but I remember flipping it on, and you're like, "Yeah, God, this kind of sucks." It was a bad Even product. They were winning. No, it I, wasn't I, fun to watch. They played hard, but it wasn't good basketball. Like they played hard. If there's one thing Darvin Ham did, is guys compete. But that doesn't mean competing is you know that doesn't mean you're enjoying the product. I still need somebody to explain to me why I should care about the Las Vegas midseason tournament thing that they're going to do. I can help you with that. Yeah? Yeah. Go want ahead. it now or you sure. want it later? Yeah, because I can't. And we can do it. Give me a little bit right now. Okay. It's still part of the 82-game regular season. Okay. So if they were just playing regular games in November for uh-huh. three weeks, uh-huh. I don't think you were going to overly care about that anyways. Uh-huh. So it's just part of your regular season schedule. Yeah. So either way, it's still the regular season schedule. Right. That's the best, literally the best pitch I could give you is it's part of the A2. You're not leaving the regular season to go to no, a no, tournament. Yeah, I understand. The championship game is outside of the regular season. That's, that's the, the only one, one that's, that's outside. That's the one that is. And, yeah. and, but isn't the whole point of a tournament of yep. any sign? Yep. To have, An incentive? have something on the line if you win it other than money? You and was it you and John that said give them an automatic playoff? I, I think you give them like the fourth seed. So at least you get one first round home series and if you do better you you can move up but lebron james making another 500 grand any of these guys no the money get, part it's, is it's is like, idiotic. the, the money part do I, I don't even think we even need to know about it because the money care? part does nothing for us but if we're just gonna say okay this one counts in your pool okay and then you go well, we're in the final four okay what are you playing for well uh nothing money i know right, what, what, what do i care okay so this is the one thing i almost want to give Adam Silver in the NBA, the benefit of the doubt yes. to try it. I'm not telling you that we're not that we're going to like it, yep. but do you feel like I? The, let's see. The best argument for it mm-hmm. is let's see what it looks like. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Can we put something on it? Like if we were playing poker and we didn't play for any money, is that interesting to you? No. There has to be some stakes. Why are we playing for Cheez-Its? I'm we're, already eating we're not the even Cheez-Its. For Cheez-Its, we're doing nothing. I got a pair of sixes. Oh, you win. All right, deal them again. So weird. Doesn't make any sense at all. Factor cap coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. All right, we are experiencing a roadway safety crisis, and we need your help. Join the Go Safely movement and share your thoughts on what actions are needed to make our roads safer. Very, very important. Go Safely California is really trying to get the public's opinion on how to make the road safer. I'm going to throw out the website. Visit gosafelyca.org. Go safelyca.org and please take a brief survey to help figure out how to make our roads safer. Go safely, California, from the California Office of Traffic Safety. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? 
It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Oh, that's cap. That's so cap, Dad. <laughs> Everything I've said is a cap, but I'm going to go back. First of all, it's not a cap. It's no, just it is a cap. cap. Welcome to Factor Cap. Hey, guys. Look, he's 10 yards away. That's why he can't oh. make it in. That's how far away he was. There know? it is. All right. So, oh, are we supposed to wait to start Factor oh, Cap okay. for you until you come into the office? Because you're right. 10 yards away? Anyway. For those who can't see, Travis was not in the studio at the beginning of this segment. I was busy holding the elevator for an old lady <laughs> in the hallway. Should have done that. Didn't. Being great. How do you know she wants it? I wanted to treat my fellow human beings <laughs> What if she doesn't respect? want that? <laughs> well, then she can decline, but it's nice to have the option. Hey, close the door! Hey. All right, so uh, like I said earlier in the show, I went to Malibu this weekend on Saturday, and um, I went by myself, And but there was, like it was pretty crowded. Obviously, it was beautiful weather, a really nice beach. So um, there was a bunch of families around me, obviously having food and all that good stuff. So <laughs> I love how seagulls always look so coy when they're trying to come and get your food. Like they don't make they don't make eye contact with you, but they like, get closer and closer, and then you might like shoo them away, and then like, Genius. well, I didn't even want the food anyway. Yeah. Like you're overreacting. Anyway, so I just was thinking a lot about seagulls. <laughs> so seagulls are the worst birds. Travis Fetter Cap. Cap. They're not great. But I still think a pigeon is the grossest bird because they're always in dumpsters and they're always kind of walking around. They're completely fearless of people. They'll walk right underneath your feet. They look dirty like they're that poop gross gray cover color. They'll poop all over the place. So seagulls are nasty, but I think pigeons are worse. I also witnessed the seagull pooping on someone else's blanket while they were up. They'll you do know, that too. They, they, they do the same thing. Al? Um, it's fact. Seagulls are vicious, man. Seagulls will find you. I don't. I don't make eye contact with them for a reason. So if they're not trying to make eye contact, I also don't want to make eye contact. I feel like they know where I'm going, what I'm doing. I feel like they're always following me. Like and seagulls, then they gang up on you too. Yeah. They call out to their friends, and the yeah. friends come over. Yeah, there's like a little bit of that. Like this one's the mark. And their size, their sheer size, they're just bigger. So they can kind of get a little bit more done. Um, I'm fact on this one. Seagulls are the worst. The seagulls will come into your golf cart too. Take stuff out of no, really. They, they, I've seen them pick up an entire sandwich out oh of a golf cart. Gosh. They'll peck. They, sometimes you know, they get that styrofoam yep. box. Yep. They'll peck at the box until it pops open, and they will take whatever's in that box, and they are gone. They are pretty smart. They're pretty creative animals. <laughs> Brian. Oh, this is fact. Can't stand them. They always seem to know when to attack. And in my high school, they used to swarm. They, they attacked. They, trust me, I've seen hundreds come down on like a lunch cafeteria. Look at your ice cream like right after you're done licking it. it it's wild. I, I promise you. You guys are living in a Hitchcock movie. <laughs> Tyler? It's fact and it's not close. Trav, with pigeons, I'm never bothered by pigeons. Gross. Like ever. With seagulls, I feel like 
it's one of the primary reasons I avoid going to the beach <laughs> because you can't enjoy yourself you guys at have Zuma a lot of Beach. Phobias. Elevators, seagulls. You just can't have a good time at the beach with seagulls, man. I don't have a phobia of elevators. I just think they're the most cringe thing in the world. Uh, also, Mace wanted to point out that he hates crows because he has a murder in his neighborhood. And I also love that crows are called a group murder. of crows is a murder. Here's the thing with crows: crows are super, super smart. smart yeah. Right. Yeah. So you don't mess with crows because they mm-hmm. remember faces. Literally, they can identify Damn. faces. They use tools. They they work in teams. Do not mess with crows. Like yes. it just if the crows are listening, I'm on your side. Leave me alone. We're on the same. <laughs> page say they use tools like they walked into they, Home Depot. They Let do. me get. Um, <laughs> they, so oh no, they do. Have you ever seen that little thing? Yeah, where they drop the stones into yep. the little. It's it's remarkable. Mm-hmm. They're super smart. All right, so Elliot De La, De La Cruz is still one of the most oh. exciting people to see play baseball these days. And How so many times I'm, did you guys watch that just the well, t- on Twitter? Yeah, I'm going to play more the than, sound for more you right than now. Once. So, Ellie Devil Cruz, in case you missed it, he steals, uh, he, he steals, he, he sold second, second, second third, third, and home. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like all in, like essentially consecutive yes. timing. Maybe a so couple pitches in between. I'm going to play it for you right now. He takes off again. Pitch down and in. Oh, Fame throw. There's no chance. Uh, Two steals. Taylor Cruz had already looked a couple of times at Brian Anderson, knowing that if he got a jump, he's going to. What is this, Little League? <laughs> yes. The most thrilling man in baseball stole second, Damn. third, and home. All right, so you would rather be as speedy as Ellie De La Cruz than hit homers like Aaron Judge. Al, Patrick Cap. Cap. It, it, listen, he is the man, and he can hit homers, and he can hit bombs, but what I, I don't know what it is about just and this could just be maybe you're growing up in the era of Mark McGuire and Barry Bonds and Sammy Sosa. When these jacked dudes like an Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stan, right, hits one and there's just this trot around the bases and you're so muscular and strong you can't even move I, that just looks so badass to me I'm trying to hit home but runs. the only time you see that skill is on a baseball field if you're as speedy as Elliot de la Cruz you could just speed past everyone everywhere uh Trav hey, chicks dig the long ball right they made a whole commercial about <laughs> yeah. it that, that hitting home runs is it's like dunking a basketball mm-hmm. right it's just one of those things like if you can hit a home run not everybody's fast like Ellie de la Cruz but there's a lot of guys that are fast there's not a lot of guys that can hit those titanic yeah. Aaron Judge level home runs. That's a whole nother the level. The call as well, and you're just kind of it's second deck, like all that there, stuff there's that nothing, comes with that, it. That being said, I do agree with the play-by-play guy from the Reds right there. Ellie De La Cruz is the most exciting. He's not the best player in baseball, but he's the most exciting guy. And no it's argument really there. Not even close. Would you rather <laughs> see him than Shohei Otani? For a night now, mm. yeah, probably. I don't like over the course of a season. Probably Otani is just going to do more things that make you go, okay, that was awesome. He's going to win some. But De La Cruz, steal three bases and one at bat? That's stupid. just ridiculous. Yeah, stupid. Brian? Oh, Aaron Judge all day. Give me the long ball. Trav yeah. said chicks dig the long ball. <laughs> right. I remember that from my childhood growing <laughs> up. So that's the thing. <laughs> Tyler? I, I, one thing we're forgetting here about Ellie De La Cruz is that he almost hit a ball out of Great American Ballpark. Sure did. So give me Ellie De La Cruz all day because he's, he's got, got the all. power too. He's got the power. He's got the speed. He's untouchable right now. All right. Uh, so next one. Uh, there is some signage that has been leaked around T-Mobile for today. That is for the home run. That's where the um, Mariners play. 
that some of the parking lots, like really close to T-Mobile, are uh, the parking spots are going for $120. So, $50 is the most you will pay for parking. Brian, factor cap. Fact. Even 50 to me is a little steep. I, something like that, I'm going to try to find the street parking and walk. That's too much. Tyler? If I'm going to this event for free, that's probably the only way that I'm paying 120 bucks to go to anything event-wise. But yeah, no way I'm paying that. Travis? I don't want to, but yeah, I'll pay it. I, I don't, I don't want to. I mean, you guys know my feelings on valet parking. I will avoid it at all costs. But if you go to a Rams game, yeah, $120 a bargain. You find a $120 parking spot, you should jump on it because the other one you're going to find is more. Right? They're, they're just, it is outrageous. It is almost nauseating to it's reach capitalism into your- capitalism, baby. It, to, to, pep, to hand over that $120 yeah. to just park your car between two painted lines feels like you've been robbed. But what choice do you have? Especially in LA, right? If you're going to, you, I guess you could walk, but you're not walking through, you know, a place that's super close to where you want to be in the first Ubering place. You're not Ubering for probably less than that. You can't walk. I mean, I guess you can walk into Dodger Stadium, but good luck with that. It's crazy, but yeah, I would pay it. I have Al? no choice. Cap. And it's the last thing you just said. What's my other option? Right. What's my other option? These stadiums are – SoFi is a perfect example. I think what, what I joked around for a year about I couldn't even I, – I, just paying for parking, I was done. Like I was like, all right, dude, now what? Now I got to still go pay for tickets? <laughs> um, but you don't have a choice, and there is no other option, and they know you have no other option, which is why they're going to charge $120. It's the only reason why they'd pay it. Where are you going to go? Where are you going to go? Where are you going to go? Yeah, right. You know, you also got a hundred cars behind you. I just need everybody to back up a little bit. It's not happening. So I'm paying it. All right. So former uh, mayor of New York City uh, last week announced that him, uh, Bill De Blasio, announced that him and his wife are separating, not divorcing, living in the same house, but going to date other people. All right? Makes all the sense in the world. Uh, still on the same roof. So this is something that you would suggest to a friend who is having marital trouble. Mm. Alan, Patrick Cap. Fact. Um, I would because it's a friend and he's the one having marital issues. <laughs> and I'd be so curious to just get some of these stories. So what happened? How did I would have never <laughs> guessed that you got upset that she brought somebody home while you guys are still living in the same place, but you guys are separated. I think it would make for some great radio. I think you would also promote it as well. Al, I need more of those stories, <laughs> a little light today. I'm in on this. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't if if it were a real friend, I would discourage such behavior. Because to, to your what point, sweet, eh, friend. To, to, oh no, that, yeah, you should do it. You should get more roommates and have everybody date everybody else. <laughs> right? That would be a lot of fun because you just described the scene that would be so wildly awkward, where you're home, you're watching the latest uh, you know episode of the Jack Ryan series. You're on the key, the TV, you're flipping channels, and here comes your wife who you're still married to in with her date. Hey, how you doing? Meet Jack. <laughs> yeah, great. Nice to meet you, you Jack. You guys go Olive Garden? What's you European. Guys... <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't live in Europe, right? <laughs> like in, as long as we're here, I'm going to play by the okay, rules. Okay, can of I here. throw this out there? No. Hypothetically, they went out to dinner. They brought leftovers for you. Is it changing anything? Are you now kind of starting to say, you guys should go out a little bit more? Uh, once the relationship is over, over, I don't know if they have kids or not. Like, you come together for the kids. Beyond that, live your life over there. I'll thing. live my life over here. And if I never see you again, I'm 100% okay with that. Brian? <laughs> this is Cap, but uh, I think this would make great reality TV. If it was something, 
I would watch it. I'd watch it too. I'd, I'd watch it. <laughs> the de Blasio's. All right, Tally? Uh, this feels like reality. Doesn't this already exist? This is nightmare fuel for me. There's no way I'm roomating with somebody that I've been intimate with and now encouraging to go out and date. Unless, Slee, unless they come home with all the carbon breadsticks. Yeah. yeah. Breadsticks, yeah, fine. I okay. <laughs> I'm not the right person to ask of this because my wife and I, we've been married for tw- almost 27 years and we dated in high school. We've been together forever. So I don't have the ex thing really like most people do when you have an ex don't you just want to never hear about what they're like i don't yes because i don't want to know if she's got a, a boyfriend that's super successful i would just rather not know cut any off. of that it's stuff. done with you we're done right yeah, it's done. like the whole stuff. it has to be it's it not good it's not healthy either it's right. cut off it's done good luck to you yeah. don't really mean you're it you're not liking <laughs> comments you're not you know no. hope, i hope you have a hope you meet somebody great don't mean that either but never ever reach out to me ever again yeah and certainly don't live down the hall. That seems like yes. a very, very unless you have bad t- idea. children, and obviously you have to be uh, amicable. But yeah, that that that's a different one. But amicable is probably as far as we're gonna go. The rest of it, not so much. Otani still an angel. How much longer are they gonna get it wrong? That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. You looking for that new Chevy Silverado? There's no better place to go than Rotolo Chevrolet. Right off the 210 freeway, Sierra Avenue exit, right there in Fontana. And when you get there, the selection off the charts. The pricing, you're not going to be able to beat the pricing. But here's what's only happening at Rotolo Chevrolet. Here's why they've won Dealer of the Year 13 years in a row. Think about that. You win the title 13 years in a row. That's what Rotolo Chevrolet has done, and here's how they've done it otherworldly customer service. It starts at the top with Mike Capozio. You've seen Mike on TV. You've seen Mike dancing. You've seen Mike in all of his commercials. You've heard here Mike here on this show. But what he makes sure is that every single person that works at Rotolo Chevrolet makes sure that you're treated like the most important person that comes in there because you are. And they do it time after time after time. Number one in sales volume, year after year after year. Dealer of the year, 13 years in a row, like I mentioned. It's because people come back. It's because people tell each other, you got to go to Rotolo Chevrolet. It's transparent. It's courteous. It's upfront. You're going to feel good about your purchase. When's the last time you said that about buying that new car or truck? Get yourself out to Rotolo Chevrolet in Fontana, off the 210 freeway, Sierra Avenue exit, and you can look online too. RotoloChevrolet.com. That's R-O-T-O-L-O, RotoloChevy.com, and tell them that Travis sent you. Getting ready for the softball game on Friday night. I am Team Mace for the second year in a row. Sliwa's got the captaincy yeah. of his squad mm-hmm. this year. Um, you're looking Team for three? your first win. I'm trying to go back-to-back. Yeah, right now um... – uh, because I'm already 0 for 1, it's very similar to Bob Melvin. We just kind of have similar similar paths right now where there's a lot of expectations coming into this one. Pods are hot, Slee. Five or six. Are they? Going into the break, wasn't uh, that right? They That's beat hot. The, that counts. Okay. Let me – I'm going to give you some more context to it because okay. I think right out the gate you could say they're hot because they won five or six. Yeah. They swept the Angels. It was the first sweep they've had all year versus a team. Mm-hmm. Um. They played the Angels and the Mets. So just keep that in mind. Two teams, the Angels, we see where they're going. The Mets, it's been as bad as the Padres have been all season long. So I'm going to keep that one in mind. They just came off of one and five road trip where they lost Not great. against the Sam. Actually, it was 500 over their last 12. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, five of 12. You want to actually know something crazy? If I got the numbers right here, this is just going to put it in perspective. The Padres are. I want to say right now four games below 500. They're 43 and 47. Do you know how many games over 500 they would have to go 
to finish with 87 wins. Hit me. 16 games over 500. Yeah. In the final 70 plus games. My brother, that does not give me much confidence. If you're a 43 and 47 team through basically 90 games, whatever it is, now you're going to go 16 games over 500 in your next whatever stretch. I, I don't know about you. That that makes it that makes it sound very very daunting. It is daunting. There, I'm no not going to give you any lip service. It is daunting. Mm-hmm. But the Washington Nationals won the World Series a couple of years ago, doing exactly what you just described. The Atlanta Braves won the World Series a couple of years ago, doing exactly what at the All Star break, right around 500, a little bit below, and then the second because you maybe it's not 87, right? You look at these teams. The Marlins might come back to earth a little bit. Arizona might come back to earth a little San bit. San Francisco, like they're. There's a lot left. There's mm-hmm. two and a half months of baseball left. That's not a million games, but it's still the better part of seventy games, seventy-five games. They just got. They have to play a lot better and hope that someone else kind of comes back to earth a little bit. They're not out yet. They're in deep, deep trouble. I'm not pretending that they're yeah. not, but they're not dead yet. So here, here's what's interesting about them, and we we're, we're talking about the trade deadline, and it, it kind of goes into this. Their first ten games out the break. All on the road. Mm. First 10 on the road. I think they actually start a four-game set against the Phillies Okay, in Philadelphia. What's interesting about them, and th- look, this could come back around to the Dodgers. Not that the, Do- not that the Padres would deal any of these guys to the Dodgers, but Blake Snell is done after this year. Yeah. Josh Hader is done after this year. Um, if they come out, in my opinion, if they're 3-7 and seven over these 10, and now all of a sudden you're 8-9 games below five hundred. You're done. Oh yeah, you're, no, if you're they, done. If they come out of the break and you know, it's over. If you if they were at up. one point, what's that? If they come out of the break and the break and throw up on themselves, yeah, they they need to sell off whatever. They and do. I was just gonna say, then it becomes you know we we've talked a little bit about this with the Angels, where what's the point where you right. say you get to August first, we're still in, or you get to you know a couple days before August first, where you're like, no, we're out. The Padres are in a very similar situation as well. And the difference with the Padres is Seidler, Preller want to be aggressive, but you also got to be smart. And and if they come out in these first 10 and you kind of have a feeling this thing is done, what are you going to do? Play the rest of the season. Know that you're not going to make the playoffs. Blake Snell, Josh Hader walk. Right. No, they're they're in a weird spot if they come out and play poorly because the teams that are going to want those guys are teams maybe you don't want to have to face next year. You know what I mean? It's in particular, the Dodgers, and maybe they wouldn't do a deal with the Dodgers, but those are the sorts of guys that the Dodgers could use. Those are exactly the sorts or, of the or, guys or how that about the this? Dodgers could Let me use. take the Dodgers out of the mix here. What if Snell, who's been pitching great... He's been their most consistent performer. Let's say he ends up with the Giants, or he yeah. ends up with the Arizona Diamondbacks, or he ends up with pick the the Marlins. Like mm-hmm. Pick mm-hmm. any of these other teams that are in front of the Dodgers. You're also watching saying, well, crap, if these guys are in the market, where are they going to go? So the Dodgers come out of the break. They're going to play the Mets for three, who basically are in the exact same boat as the Padres. Yeah. They have to get going, or they're dead meat. They're probably even deader than the Padres I are. Agree. They got Dodgers get Baltimore after that, who's one of the best teams in baseball. Go look at the standings. They're right behind Tampa. They've closed a huge gap in a relatively short period of time. Texas after that and Toronto. Baltimore and Texas all on the road. They're going to get a pretty stiff test coming out. And then you get the Reds after that. The month, the remaining games in July for the Dodgers, other than the Mets, are against some very, very good teams. If you're Andrew Friedman, obviously they're looking. They need bullpen help. Yep. They need starting pitching help. Yep. 
They probably still need a more regular presence at short if it's not going to be Mookie. If you're going to move Mookie around, yeah. which is seemingly what they want to do, you probably want an everyday shortstop. And you need some back end of, of your batting order help. You get one move if you're Andrew Friedman. Where do you fire that bullet? If you can only get fix one of your three issues, which one do you fix? I, I, to me, it seems like it's pretty easy. It has to be a starting pitcher because if you get the right starting pitcher, that takes a little pressure off of your bullpen, even if you do nothing to the bullpen. It's one less day where you're in that bullpen by the third or fourth inning. And there might be guys, I agree with you, because there might also be guys that you have as like a starter, but you're only going to end up picking, what, four in the playoffs? Yeah. So can whoever gets shut out of that now become a little bit part of the bullpen, or he's a guy that you can bring in in the fourth or fifth inning in a playoff game, and he could go three innings or so, something along those you're lines. You're going to get one of those guys, whether it's Miller or mm -hmm. Sheehan or mm -hmm. Grove or Stone, one of those guys will probably have to be in your rotation in the playoffs, and then yeah. one of those guys will be what you just described, where, hey, listen, we had a clunker, we got to go in the third inning, bring one of those guys in. Yep. And if you can push two of those guys into that role – it would be a big deal. Can I throw one more at you? Sure. This is my Padre hate. They've played eight extra inning games this year. Pods have? Yeah. They had one on Saturday. That's why I'm bringing it up. What's their record in the extra innings? Since you're asking me, yeah. I'm going to guess it's 0-8. 0-8. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would I would have guessed like 2-6 and six had you not said that. 0-8. 0-8 yeah. is not great. What is great is our 7-10 biggest party of the summer happening this Friday night. We're starting at 10 a.m. at the West Covina Sportsplex. Al and I will be out there doing our show. Yeah. Mason and Ireland will be out there. Sedano and Cap, and it's all made possible by the Riverside Sheriff's Department. Riverside Sheriff, service above self. We'll see you this Friday in the city of West Covina for All-Star Friday night. And, of course, there's the Otani piece of all this. The Angels have lost five in a row. Mm -hmm. They've lost nine of ten. They've lost 13 of their last 18, and they are hemorrhaging games in the standings and the writings on the wall, and they still won't do it. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.